Hello and welcome to the episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And we're not joined by Jalat today. In fact, this isn't really a soundbite. This is actually the first episode in a new mini-series that we're starting called Annie Bites. Basically, the idea is that I've been watching more anime recently. It was my New Year's resolution to try and watch an episode of anime every single day because it's something that I really love, but I've never been able to find the time. But I always find that's a bit of a lame excuse because you can always find the time. You just have to make the time. So I've dedicated myself to watching at least one episode of an anime every single day. And by the end of the year, I'll have caught up with a lot of series that I've been meaning to watch. So what I thought what I could do was just in a short 10 minute long soundbite episode of the show, I just categorize and put down my thoughts on the show. And if anyone's interested in that, then that's great. I'm going to be doing different shows over time. I'm not sure how regular these are going to be because obviously some shows are going to be longer than others. Um, and if you want to listen along with it and you want to also sort of watch the shows at the same time, if there's something of interest, let me know. Uh, and maybe we'll post to the Twitter feed uh, what's shows that we're planning on watching in the future. This isn't going to replace the um, sort of anime JAL 101 teaching lessons that we're doing on the main show with Gelada. Uh, this is just my personal thoughts on different series that I've been watching independently. And so with that said, uh, the first series that I decided to watch this year was one that's been on the back burner for a long time for me, and that is Gunbuster, or more specifically, Aim for the Top, Topu Nunrai, which is a really classic series from 1988. It was released as an OVA series, an original video animation series, and it's only six episodes long. Each episode's about 30 minutes. And the reason it was so important for me to watch at some point, and I'm really glad I did, by the way, is that it was made by Studio Gynex, the studio that made Evangelion, which we've talked about on the main show. And it's one of the most important studios to me because of the work that they've made and then the subsequent work they've made in future and how that influenced anime as a whole. And a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it really started with Gunbuster. It was a really classic show that formed a lot of the ways in which a lot of subsequent series for the next 30 years have been made. You can really see the influences of it. Uh, It was also the directorial debut of Hideki Anno, the, the man behind Evangelion and and other subsequent excellent works, such as Shin Godzilla, for example. And as a result, it was something that I was really keen to sort of learn more about and to finally watch. It was kind of awkward to watch because it's such an old show now, like I say, 1988, you know, it's more than 30 years old now. It's kind of hard to find because a lot of streaming sites don't really want to pick it up because it's just not going to draw many views or clicks or anything like that. So the only place I could find it online to watch legally was either Now TV or BT TV, weirdly enough, which I found was kind of strange. I guess they have like an old anime library collection sitting there somewhere on a database. But the only other ways you're going to be able to pick it up is either maybe like old secondhand DVDs or VHSs that do exist on eBay, but they're fairly pricey, like cheapest I could find was like 50 pounds it's what like 70 dollars and obviously there's all these the other aspects online of you know online streaming or torrenting etc but obviously that's not as legal so do take that as you will but it's just a show I was really looking forward to watching and I'm really glad that this was the one that I started with my sort of new year's resolution with as it were because it really is one of the earliest breakout shows for Gynax as a whole, Studio Gynax. Although they had done other things beforehand and they'd been around for a little while before this, this is certainly one of their kind of like their big breakout ones. And it was such a worthwhile thing for me to set some time aside for because despite that it's important legacy, because it really does have a really important legacy within the anime, well, just anime in general, 
it's also a really good show. <laughs> it was really fun. Like I went into it expecting to see sort of like nods to things here and there or almost the other way around, like things nod to it uh, because this is very much a predecessor for most things. But at the same time, I ended up getting really invested in the show and the series. Like the synopsis of the show is it is set in a near future Earth, although not near future anymore, I don't imagine. I think it's like 2005 or something where the human species has gone into space, but unfortunately they've discovered space monsters. I don't think they call them anything else than that. I think they're always just called space monsters, which seem to want nothing more than to attack and destroy humanity for whatever reason. And to counter this, humanity builds mechs, basically. You know, they, they build spaceships and they build these, like, mechs that they can fight with in space, and they train pilots up in sort of, like, training schools. And it starts out in a very simple, like, high school sort of, sports anime almost vibe where the main character Noriko is sort of a, she's the daughter of a, a general who has just recently been killed in action and she wants to sort of get really strong and become a really awesome pilot so she can avenge her father and help the effort for saving humanity and then from there it kind of grows as a show like at first you think that it's that's all it's going to be about it's going to be fairly light-hearted it has a lot of top gun references believe it or not like that was one of the main inspirations for the show's original creation but it soon breaks past that after the second episode it starts to look at more interesting and slightly deeper topics as well like it focuses on some interesting ideas around time dilation for example because they go at light speed quite often to be able to go go great distances in space and rather than it just being like they warp there sort of thing and that's sort of the end of it they happen to appear there and nothing else has changed the idea is that like if they spend like an hour at warp then like three months go by at home so when they come back much has happened despite the fact that they've only been gone for a short period of time and that's a really interesting concept to to explore in an anime certain series have already done it before in fact i think one of the first movies that makoto shinkai the director of weathering with you and your name made uh, messages from a distant star that focused on time dilation as well so it's an interesting concept but it also focused on some other sort of more human elements of things as well it focused on the idea of like fear paralysis in combat it focuses on kind of ptsd and like loss and survivor's guilt um but then it also goes slightly more positive slightly later in the series and it focuses on self-determinism and the importance of basically living not to just sacrifice yourself pointlessly and it really surprised me because it's such a short show it's only six episodes and each episode's about 30 minutes a little bit longer than your traditional um anime episode because it was an ova and it really packed quite a lot of interesting things to look into and to sort of mull over into such a short show it was very impressive very surprising by it it also has a really wonderful 80s style animation which can be a little jarring to modern audiences who are so used to sort of that very slick quite colorful style that you see in a lot of modern shows and it's aged very well many shows from this time period look like they're from this time period and they don't look fantastic but the both the animation and the art style for the show is absolutely wonderful like some of the movements of the characters and the mechs are just so fluid and nice and this shows the level of kind of love and craft that was poured into this relatively short show and it really it still in my opinion stands up to this day as something that's worthwhile watching from a animation point of view and the voice works pretty solid as well. They, I don't actually know what the voice actors have done in the past, but they are pretty, pretty decent. They all sound kind of very convincing. It's a little bit outdated. Like, for example, they shout their attacks out before they make the attack of the like the mechs, which is a little bit 
jarring again. Uh, and I think that's very much just an essence of its time. Uh, but it was, it's still very good. Um, the music is absolutely fantastic as well. They have some really cool pieces of music, which quite iconic. And you hear them, you're like, you know, really gets the blood boiling sort of thing. It's like, yeah, here's the big battle or, or here's a kind of a sad moment. And it's also one of the series that pioneered the the idea of the jiggle pose and the the legendary Gynax pose as well as you'll see in many other shows where you've got like the jiggle physics within the animation or the the famous sort of like crossed arm pose that you'll see in many other Gynax shows and similar shows as well these are all either started or pushed to the forefront in in Gunbuster and overall uh, what I wanted to do was try and sum things up a little bit uh, within the short period of time, or whether you should watch it or not. Because obviously, me ranting about how much I enjoyed something or I didn't enjoy something doesn't necessarily mean that's the same for you. So, if you like the idea of an older series, then you want to maybe kind of break out of something that you're more used to in modern day anime. It, whether or not it's because you want to watch a solid series, or whether or not it's because you want to see something that's kind of important to anime's legacy and history, you should definitely check it out. You should also absolutely check it out if you are a big fan of either Gainax or Anno or both, because these are really important works and you can really see the influences they have on the later works of the both the studio and the director. And as well, it's also got great mech and spaceship battles too. Like it, it's kind of unique and interesting in the way it does things. It sometimes it gets a little bit sort of like super robot where like they're just basically like giant fighting machines as opposed to like actual mechanical machines. Um, but it's still really fun to watch. Some of the fight scenes are really great too. However, I would say maybe test it tepidly or maybe not expect to like it too much if you think that the older style animation is going to be too jarring for you because I know some people can have a really big issue with that. Some of the moments can be a little awkward and slow because of the pacing of the show is a little bit off in places. And also, like I say, it's kind of awkward to get hold of legally too. So if those things are going to maybe put you off, you would maybe want to put this on the back burner until like an opportunity arises to watch it if it does pique your interest. So yeah, that's Gunbuster. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like this is a series I'm really glad that I picked up and watched. And now it's something that I feel like I'm going to be thinking about for a long period of time. And, and it helps me think about other series as well in a, in a new and interesting way. Uh, and it also allowed me to watch its sequel as well, which we'll talk about in another episode, Die Buster. Uh, which is, again, another fantastic show that I really enjoyed. So uh, hopefully we'll get another episode in the future of Annie Bites, and hopefully you enjoyed that. Like I say, if you did, do let us know uh, on all our social media channels. Having the discussion in the social medias too, uh, maybe let me know and I'll I'll post what episodes we're going to be watching next and we'll go from there. And I hope you've enjoyed this little off-the-wall anime bite episode of, of Voxel FM. We'll be resuming normal episodes next week. So and until then, I've been Sephron and catch us again for another episode of Annie Bites very soon.